On this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast, we talk about the Capcom Showcase and the Final Fantasy VII 25th Anniversary Celebration. Also, we talk about everything from this past non-E3 slash Summer Games Fest. What was the standouts? What did we like? What did we dislike? Find out on this week's episode of Third Party Control Podcast. Let's get it going. Welcome to Third Party Controller Podcast. I'm your host, Jesse P.S. Lira with... Beto Sparza. And... Joe Ramirez. Welcome back to another week's episode of Third Party Controller Podcast. And Joe's back this week. Yay! Hey, everybody. Joe has returned. He's on the show. So I'm going to cut for everyone who listened last week. As you remember, me and Bethel were on the show. We did it raw and dirty, uncut material. We're going to have to do that again this week because Apple has not uh, called me back to return uh, my computer. So I don't know what's going on. It's already been a week. I haven't got my computer back yet. So... Luckily, Bethel has been kind enough to let us use the original, his uh, computer, his original equipment that we used to record the show on. So uh, that's why it's going to be raw and dirty because I need to edit this quickly and upload it uh, and everything because I won't be having this equipment. And it, long story short, raw and dirty this week. But uh, yeah, so hopefully next week I get it back because I don't know what the hell's going on. Damn it, Apple. I'm mad at you. But... As it was last week, we talked about Summer Games Fest and the Xbox Bethesda Showcase. Joe wasn't here, so we're going to catch up with Joe on what he thought about that. But before we do, this week, or last week, PlayStation released their upgraded PlayStation Plus Premium and Deluxe editions of their PlayStation Plus subscriptions, which added... PlayStation 1, PlayStation 2, streamable PS3, and a ton of free PS4, PS5 games onto their service. A more pricier online service. And PS3, PS1, and PS2 games. Both me and Bethel actually got it. And I was actually surprised, Bethel, that you ended up getting it. So we're going to talk a little bit about our experience with the new service. I'm going to start off with you, Bethel. One... What made you decide on getting it? And two, how are you, how are you enjoying it or not enjoying it? Uh, I I just got it because um I was I was able to just pay the difference of uh uh for the um for the rest of the year for mm-hmm. the was it premium? Yeah. So but I just ended up paying like twenty eight bucks for like another six months. I'm like, yeah, fucking, I'll just get that just to try it out. And uh, so far, what I've uh, played, I've only played a couple of things, but um. Uh, it's cool. I mean, uh, it's it's got a it's got more games than I expected. Like I was looking through the library, and there's like there's a lot of shit that's that's on there. That's like that's that's it's cool. Like it's stuff that I I was interested in, and uh, but didn't really. I was kind of hesitant to buy. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm looking forward to playing some other stuff. But I did. I mean, just to test it out, I I noticed that Bionic Commando Rearm was in there in the PS3, and I haven't played that in a while, so I I started going through that a little bit, and it's uh it's it's really good. It's it's it, there's some sound quality like it's like a um, like it, it stutters a bit or like you skip, uh, the sound kind of like cuts out like for a quick second yeah but 
as for like a uh, input there's no real delay in in those uh in the input so it's so far it's been it's been good but at first it wouldn't let me stream because it said my my the latency was uh was bad oh really yeah so mm-hmm. i wasn't able to play it for a while then i tried mm-hmm. it again i was like oh, i'm gonna try to see if i see if it see if it'll work this time and it, and it worked the second time and i was able to play play it but there was still like some sound quality issues but it wasn't anything with uh the actual uh control of the game mm-hmm. so it was pretty cool um playing through that uh i was pretty impressed because like, i got i don't my internet is decent so i was expecting it to be like really bad but it's also an like, older game so i'm pretty sure it's not, it's not too bad yeah um but uh yeah so far when i played that it was it was good uh no real issues uh then i tried out third strike uh i was playing with the controller um i mean you don't like playing uh, fighters with it's not controllers. that it's, it's not that it's just that, like i mash buttons a lot so i'm i'm more used to with this fight stick I'm, I'm i can be like i more precise with the button because mm-hmm. i'm not good with like a, a quarter circles with my thumbs got it um but that didn't feel too bad with the latency either the the input um input lag so i didn't i didn't notice much uh but yeah so far what i what i've I tried out it's it's cool like i want to see what how it evolves and like what what uh what they include uh uh in the future what are the games inclu- include mm-hmm. yeah same as you uh, it was pretty cool that playstation had it and i was i was hoping they do that where it's like hey you have this much remaining on your playstation plus subscription this is how much you'd have to pay if you want to add on to the year that you have and they did that with um the nintendo expansion that they ended up doing so they did the same thing with playstation mine since i did last year i already paid for a year for next year my subscription ended at the end is ending at the end of july for this year but i had another year added on to my my playstation plan so it calculated the last month and the rest of the year. So it was a 67 something to continue for next year to add on to it. So I did the same thing. I was like, you know what? I'll try it out for a year. I was talking to you about it. I'm going to try it out for a year, see how it grows. And if it doesn't really grow or nothing substantial is added on or it, it doesn't get any better, then I won't continue after that. But uh, yeah, I just I did it that way. Um, I ended up streaming Star Wars The Force Unleashed, and I didn't feel anything weird, like any latency. Uh, It didn't load fast, you know, because it kind of starts up and it kind of gives you some information while it's starting to boot everything. And it's booting from an actual PS3 because it still has a PS3 interface when it starts up. Um, But going through Star Wars The Force Unleashed, it looked fine, it looked okay. Even if you're plugging in a PS3 up to a, a either a 4K TV or even a 1080p TV, a lot of PlayStation 3 games were at like at 720p, so they didn't look great. But streaming Star Wars: The Force Unleashed, it was like the only way I could really think about it because I played some other stuff too. It's like you're playing, it's like you're watching someone streaming, but you're playing the game. Does that make sense? Like, the quality isn't that great. Mm. Like, it doesn't look perfect, but again, it's it's PS3, so I knew it wasn't going to look as good. But, yeah, I didn't feel any latency. But, it uh, but I'll, I mean, I'll get to, to something else later. But then I, I tried some other games. I, wanted, I, tr- I streamed a couple of other things. I wanted to see if you can stream PS5 games, but you can't. There are options where it shows PS4, PS5 games. It'll let you download the PS5 games, 
but it'll automatically have you play the PS4 games. Because I went into, I think the game was called Shadow Lancer. I wanted to try that one, and it looked good. But I went into the menu to see what kind of control it would show. Because if it was the PS5 game, it would have showed the PS5 DualSense controller. It showed a PS4 one. So it wasn't... I knew I was playing the PS4 one. So I'm like, oh, okay. So it's not being PS5, playing PS5. So you can only download that. Which, I'm not saying it defeats the purpose. But I thought the purpose of doing streaming is to save memory on a PS5. Because PS5 takes up so much memory and you don't have that much memory with the console. Does that make sense? Yeah. So, yeah. I did. I did a couple of those. Uh, did you Did you mess around with any of the PS One classic games or PS Two? No, none. Just uh, just the three, two games that I played. So I, I downloaded the PS some PS Two games and I downloaded some PS One games. I wanted to check out because uh, Sony ended up announcing that if you had already bought PS One games like on PS Three or PSP or PS Vita, you were automatically going to get those games for free. So I'm like, all right, cool. And right away I checked, okay, they have Resident Evil Director's Cut on here. I bought it on the PS3. It should be free, but nothing would show up. You can only wishlist it, and this was before I subscribed to it. So I'm like, oh, is this is this just not up yet? Is it going to be up tomorrow? Is it going to be up the day after? I don't know. So I was talking to our buddy Trino, and he was also, he hit me up and said, hey, I remember you saying this, that you were going to get the games for free if you bought it. You didn't have to be signed up to the subscription. And I'm like, I remember that's what PlayStation said. And for a couple of days, it still it still didn't pop up. So I'd already gotten the service. I downloaded a couple of PlayStation 1 games, played them. But when I was going through Resident Evil Director's Cut, I noticed something. It didn't do something that I was used to. Because I, uh, I have Resident Evil Director's Cut. But I realized, oh... The one you downloaded from the PS3, the PSP, and the PS Vita is Resident Evil Director's Cut DualShock version. The one on PS5 is Resident Evil Director's Cut, but it's not the DualShock version. So I think that's why you don't get it for free if you buy it. So they're not allowing it. It's my guess. But uh, one of the games they gave out for free a long time ago, Wild Arms for the PS1, that one I was able to download without having a subscription. Which is like, oh, it's free for you. Here you go. I noticed that some of the emulation on the PS1 games... Now, you have PS1 games, you have PS2 games. It's weird because a lot of what you can have, like some of the mechanics, some of the things that you can kind of mess around, like filters or, or, or customizing your screen or whatever, there, it was much more robust in the PSP and PS Vita versions, and it's more bare bones than the PS5 version. What's cool is the rewind feature. You're able to play a game. I played out Ape Escape. It looked really nice. It was the NTSC versions, so it's not the PAL versions. It runs at 60 hertz, so you know it's not the big old controversy we had a couple of weeks ago. Like, why are they giving us the European versions, not the American versions? Everything that's out on PlayStation One or the PS One games that are on PS Five, they're all the NTSC versions, the American versions. So you're good there. But everything looked great. It ran great. It has this filter that kind of smooths out the polygonal graphics. I did know something while playing Resident Evil. You know how in Resident Evil it's pre-rendered backgrounds and then the angles of the game are at certain locations. So like it's not a free roaming camera. You can move and you know it switches. When it switches for a split second, you see the very super pixelated character of Jill and then it goes to the solid 
graphics, like the yeah. filter that it has. But it's a split second. I yeah. just noticed it. Yeah. So, but having that, like more more graphics, kind of clip in through the the polygons and all that stuff. But other than that, PS One games are pretty cool on there. Uh, cool rewind feature, but it's not as robust as like what they had on the PlayStation Vita or PSP. As in features, as in options, and being able to to run it in a certain way. But uh, yeah, I mean, I agree with you on on um, what you said. Uh, it it was pretty robust. It was pretty neat what they had. Uh, and I'm, yeah, I'm just waiting to see what else is gonna, how it's gonna improve as, as the year goes by, because I paid for the other year, so. But yeah, uh, Joe? I have not, have not, uh, had time or anything to try it out or see the service. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've just been basically hearing what you guys have to say. Um, I don't know, it's like I said, like, um, I have a service already. Yeah. Uh. I'm using one. It's the Xbox One. I don't feel the desire or need for a second one. Mm. So you know, you know, and until I start seeing more, you know, and also that's the thing too. Like with me, for the most part, a lot of times I'm not one to go back and play a lot of older stuff mm. very often. So um, you know, until I, for me, until I see something to that makes it like, oh, well, I need to get this, like. Uh, you know, like, it, I, I don't know, just something to really entice me to get the service. You know, I, I won't. Yeah. Um, there was something I wanted to check out, which was the uh, I did try out the streaming on PS3. And I remembered, oh, Game Pass also has streaming on the Xbox. So I never really got around to trying that. And after trying the PlayStation 3, I was like, OK, I'm going to try Xbox's version of streaming. So I try it out, and on that one they had uh, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. So I'm like, oh, okay, I'll stream this. So I hit the button to stream, and it boots up pretty quick. And I was like, oh, wow, that's that's cool. It's, it's fast. It's simple. I'm playing Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. But what I noticed on the Xbox version, and I only stream Jedi Fallen Order, the blacks are super crushed and it's very pixelated and in anything in night it's very pixelated and i noticed when the camera was moving the game started to judder or the image started to judder so that one felt like really playing me bringing up playing someone's stream that's what it felt like like the quality wasn't as good on the xbox on the xbox version um now again, moving your character, doing like lightsaber fights, using the force, everything was fine. It would just be every now and then the camera would judder. Like it looked like screen tearing, but it wasn't. And blacks were super crushed. Like like what would be a solid black was just more grayish and very pixelated. So I was like, "Uh oh, man, night I think night stuff just doesn't work on streaming, right?" Like probably even on on uh, the PlayStation 5. So I wanted to test something out. I was like, okay, let me find a game that both of them share that stream and I'm going to try it out. And the only one I saw that I kind of cared enough to try out was this game called Chris Tales. And it's more of a 2D, very colorful game. I tried it on the Xbox first. I was like, this doesn't look bad. This is cool. Not bad. Tried it on the PS5 version. Both load up very fine. Both play very fine. I don't. I didn't feel anything... On either version while streaming that was like oh man this is latency this doesn't feel good I did notice though uh, 
streaming right now on PS5, uh, the colors are a bit sharper and brighter. Not brighter, but as in um, the blacks aren't as crushed as much. Does that make sense when I say crushing blacks? Like it's not mm-hmm. as as solid. Yeah. On Xbox, it's not as good as PS5. But when you get down to it, I don't. Streaming games isn't bad. But if you have a 4K TV, if you're spending all this money for like, I want to play my games at 4K, 60 frames per second. Um, I'm spending two, almost $2,000 on a really nice TV or a really nice sound system. It's kind of a waste to stream. Yeah. Like it's yeah. convenient in very many ways. Mm-hmm. And it's convenient to save space. But like I was bringing up, I, I couldn't find out if you can stream Xbox Series X games. But I want to say both Xbox and PlayStation fall in the same spot where their higher-end games aren't the ones. The PS5, the Xbox Series X are the ones you can't stream. You can only stream what's prior. So I feel that defeats the purpose because I think the purpose is like to save space, right? To save space because both of these consoles don't have... They have ways to expand the memory, but it's really expensive. So, like, I I don't know. Like, yeah, I, I think in general... And I don't know if you agree, Bethel. It wasn't a horrible experience to stream. But other things, if you care about it, like picture quality, sound, I think those are the things that get sacrificed for you to be able to play your game streaming. And if that really matters to you, this probably isn't the way to go. The way to go is either buy it physical or download the game. Uh, But for anyone else who's just like, I just want to buy this service, stream some games, whatever and not download them then this is the way to go but it it wasn't the shit show I thought it was going to be yeah <laughs> you know I thought it was going to be way worse I thought it was going to play really bad but no it was actually better than I thought is it something I'm going to constantly do maybe if I just don't want to wait to download and try out some game like oh I'm just going to stream this real quick just to try it out yeah on either system. Cool. I'll try it out. Cool, cool. I like it a lot. Cool. I'll download it and play it. It'll look a little. It'll look nicer. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that was my experience with the PlayStation Premium. Cool. So, as I was talking about, Joe was not here last week to discuss things that came out on Summer Games Fest and the Xbox slash Bethesda showcase. So we're going to catch up with Joe. Uh, I know, Joe, you didn't have a lot of time to actually watch it, but I know you. I know that sometimes you'll hear things that pop up. You'll hear stuff, and sometimes you'll take, you know, you'll look it up and see what interests you. Was there anything on the Summer Games Fest or on the Xbox Live showcase that you were curious about or heard about or excited about? Oh, God. Uh... I'm going to tell you right now, there was probably a couple things that I did like, but I cannot off the top of my head remember, so give me a second. Let me, uh... You know what? I think I already know because I have them all written down. Joe Perfect. is... Just... Joe, on Summer Games Fest, Joe didn't care about Street Fighter Six. You know why? Because the next game that came out that was announced, Joe's like, I'm there, day one. Aliens Dark Descent. Is it... <laughs> wait, 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 I, hold on. No, no, no. Is it made by the same company? Is, is, it, is it made by the same group? Or is no. it uh, Alien or is it a different one? It's a different one. Uh, this one is, uh, I don't know if you saw it. Like It's like a top-down, it looks Diablo-esque type of like a twin-stick shooter. That might be bad. Yeah. However, 
the mm. Aliens with the S franchise yeah. has not had the best reputation when it comes to video games. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Colonial Marines. Yeah. Know? Well, this is something Which I still I... have, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is something I was talking to Bethel about last week is... When when an alien or aliens game gets announced, it just I I care as much as I care about a Call of Duty. Even though it's not coming their games from the Alien series doesn't come out yearly, it feels like it does. So it makes it not as special. You know? Would you agree? I mean, wait, it's I don't know. I mean, I guess I think it's nowhere near that Call of Duty level because I mean if you really think about it it's been a while mm-hmm. like the last we got Alien uh, the uh, the last one that was really good that's been what four or five years longer it's I been a minute I want to say that was six years ago maybe okay so it's been a minute and then yeah. Colonial Marines was fucking long you know was we was PS3 so this is a long time ago mm-hmm. so I don't know like I don't feel like it is I just the, the unfortunate thing is, you know, you end up with a lot of just not great stuff. Yeah. So there's a way between. So, like, it doesn't seem all that important because a lot of time what you come up with, they, they come up with garbage. And, I mean, Colony Marines was really bad. Oh. And, um, but, I mean, like, there's, you know, like, it's funny. I feel like, you know, if you look at the overall scope of the last few any any titles like Alien games they haven't been that bad outside of Colonial Marines. Uh, I've I never played it, but I heard a lot of good things. It was very difficult. But the was it a 3DS or the DS game that came out? Yeah, there was a DS uh, Aliens. I game. heard it was really yeah. good, and it was very difficult. And I mean, it was you know like it, it because it was using the small screen. It wasn't really going. You couldn't really do like scares, regular scares, but just the uh, it would ramp up the tension because I believe your characters would once they die they wouldn't come back or it was just a very difficult you know it was a tough game so you know it, it went about creating tension in a different way as opposed to going horror mm-hmm. um, you know I, I think it's the Alien series in general the awesome. you know lately the games haven't been all that bad it's just you know you had one really bad shitty fucking clunker um I have no problems with a top-down, like a Diablo-style Aliens game because, I mean, mm. you know, it kind of makes sense, you know? Yeah. I don't know if they can really ramp up tension, like, you know, to the degree that I, I feel like we're used to with an Aliens movie where it's, you know... You know, you think about it, like, Alien and Aliens, you know, where we're doing, you know, they, they are exactly... It's survival horror right yeah that's what they were so you know it's like you know in a way the aliens franchise because there was a lot more action towards it but i mean you know the original aliens movies did a really good job of ramping up the action and stuff but still making you know it's a different kind of movie um but still did a really good job of creating that tension so it'll be interesting to see if a game can actually pull that off yeah, you know, and even with a top-down vibe, yeah, you know, it may not be your typical like it's not going to be survival horror, but like I wonder what they'll do to actually create that tension of like, oh, you know, mm-hmm. I think it can be done. Yeah, at the very least, even if it isn't done, you could come out with a nice little shooter. You know what I mean? Yeah. So we'll see. What do you think of Street Fighter Six and the confirm confirmation guile with a goatee? 
You mean Willy? Willy? Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know what? Like I said, I on I, I that was one of the ones where I saw it and I I didn't watch anything of it. Mm. Uh, I saw the reveal a few weeks back, but for this, I was like, yeah, okay. Um, I, for me at this point. It's more. It's just like show me what you got as far as let me play it. Once I'm able to actually play it, then I'll I'll, I'll make a decision because you know I I do feel a little bit burnt as to how everything went the first time and you know I, I will go in with an open um you know with a with a open with heart a, oh with an open heart <laughs> and try out six but I mean you know uh you know we'll, we'll see I I don't yeah. know what their plan is with that but you know. I'm just waiting for them to bust out with. Give me Capcom versus SNK3. Stop fucking around, guys. Capcom. Yeah. For that to six. happen, Six has to do well. You know this. Six you know has, it. Six has why? to sell one billion copies. Why, Joe? You know why? You know why? You know why? Because Capcom, Capcom fucked up. They know they fucked up. With we've talked about it. Street Fighter Cross Tekken. They fucked up. They're still feeling the ramifications of that. Then they fucked up a Street Fighter Five. That's why. But with the good feedback that we're getting from Six, I'm sure they're talking with SNK. It's gonna happen. We just have to wait. You know, they're doing it, well gonna, with the King of Fighters, so I, I'm I don't gonna throw shots. I'm gonna go shots fired right here. You know, just give it, just give the license to SNK. They'll make a good game, Capcom. <laughs> they will make a good fighting game. But SNK versus Capcom, people hated that one. It was a different SNK. Keep it to SNK now. Let's see what they do. True. And there was many things at Summer Game Fest, but I'm just going to ask you one more thing that you might have heard of. It's confirmed. We heard rumors for a while. Coming out September 2nd of this year, Last of Us Part 1. It's a complete re uh, remake, right? Yeah. Um, Joe's flabbergasted. He's just heard about this right now. <laughs> yeah, because it's like, you know, part of me is always into the whole, like, is it, like, it was already kind of remastered for the PS4, right? Uh, It it remastered where it looked like it ran better, 60 frames yeah. at, at true 1080p kind of thing. But I don't know if we really fucking did it. Like, I don't know if we really if we really really needed a remake uh -huh. you know what I mean like it, this this falls to me a, a lot like you know along the lines of the Uncharted re remakes that they did or re redos or whatever mm -hmm. um you know it's you know for fans of the series who want to replay that whole game again cool um but yeah I really don't have a whole lot of interest replaying the first one again however the I still believe like the first game the, the the intro the first 30 minutes the first 30 minutes to an hour that whole intro is fucking still to this day one of the most phenomenal intros entrance intros to a video game ever it's so fucking good mm -hmm. so I mean part of me is like man let's see I, I wouldn't mind playing that part again but like to go through the entire game again eh, good good pass I played it I beat it yeah, I'm good good so that was Summer Game Fest I think some of the ones that Joe would have been really interested in. Now we're going to see what Joe thought about Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase. And pretty much all I could really say to you, Joe, is the whole Xbox and Bethesda Game Showcase, and I, I don't know if Beto, you agree, uh, everything is Game Pass. 
everything is some things are exclusive and Forza Motorsports is coming out in 2023 um what else what else uh let's see we're going through here uh Vin Diesel's Ark is coming out in 2023 that's a console launch exclusive then we also have sorry all my notes what would Joe be into and the Persona games are going to be on there. Hideo Kojima says he's working with Xbox. Yeah, he is working with Xbox to make a cloud-based game. Nothing shown, just talked about. Wait, wait, cloud-based as in it's not a downloadable game? Or well, no, it's using their, their cloud-based kind of like a... You know how they were saying, like, we're going to use... Oh, yeah. Remember when they were talking about Crackdown 3 a long time ago and they were like... We're using the power of the cloud to make it even better. Uh, sure. I guess he's going to use that technology for something, but it was just an announcement that Kojima's going to work with them. Uh, they basically forgot about that, and then they're like, hey, Kojima, do a game for us. Can you just throw <laughs> this in so people think that it's still the thing? Yeah. So it was all that, and they ended it with that game Starfield that Bethesda was working on that got delayed till 2023 that looked very... Uh, Fallout, but maybe a bit better, but still with the... What, what would you call those eyes, Bethel? Uncanny Valley. Uncanny Valley eyes. Uh, it didn't look horrible, but it didn't look like anything new for Bethesda. Yeah, it didn't revolutionize anything. It looks like another entry into the type of games that they're best known for. Uh-huh. Um, you know, it could be really good. That's not to say that it isn't going to be good, but yeah. it wasn't like revolutionary or nothing. It was like, okay, it's a sci-fi or a, you know, more futuristic uh, version of, you know, uh, Fallout or Elder Scrolls. I mean, you're, like, you're like, you meant, cool. you meant uh, the lights are on but no one's home look? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So that's all I can really say about Xbox Game Showcase because I'm just, I'm just going to... I'm going to say some people have said that uh, Xbox and Bethesda Showcase... A lot of people felt that they didn't really need to have one because Microsoft technically doesn't really have anything right now. Um, it's promises of stuff coming out later. and But a lot of people are saying that this has been the case with Microsoft for the past couple of years. They've had these studios. They've purchased a lot of these companies. But there's still really nothing to show even for a lot of people. It's just mostly discussions of even with Kojima. We're gonna do something. But there's still nothing. Yeah. What would you say to that, Joe? I mean, you know, it's it's kind of right. I mean, they haven't really done a whole lot. They haven't released a whole, like there was some stuff last year, but we you know we're coming into this year, and you know, there's some stuff coming out this year. But it's like you know, um, yeah. I mean, they gotta start releasing some shit. You know, they have all that they bought. They this was a huge purchase. But most of the, and, and like granted, it was a huge purchase, and they did bring a lot of the stuff over to Game Pass, like the stuff that's already out, which yeah. is cool. Mm-hmm. Um, but you know, new stuff, the new the newer games need to start, you know, coming soon. These big titles need to start coming, you know, and you know, until we start seeing that, it, you know, people, you know, it's like anything, right? It's a service. Yeah. Game Pass is a service, especially if they're trying to, to promote Game Pass. You can't go like, hey, look what's coming out for Game Pass next year. Because people will cancel or people will not renew Game Pass. You know, I, I mean, I know some people will. 
Mm-hmm. Just because, you know, it's that's how subscription services go sometimes. People just get them and they forget to cancel them and they go in. And I'm sure Microsoft knows that. But, you know, if you, you go like, hey, here's a bunch of great games that are coming out in like eight months. Well, you know, people aren't going to want to pay for Game Pass, you know, for eight months waiting for this game. They're going to do, you know, like they're going to be like, okay, I'm going to hold off. I'm not going to get it. And it's going to affect their numbers. Um you know, streaming yeah. services that do TV and do movies are going through that kind of thing right now. So it's the same thing. Content is important. So, you know, if they're not releasing new stuff, they had a lot of stuff come to Game Pass. You know, Game Pass was new. So initially you had all those people buy it. But like, you know, to keep that install base, you got to start delivering games. You kind of yeah. got to give yourself a schedule uh similar to what Nintendo did with the Switch in that first year or two mm. where you had something like every month and it was like, oh fuck, this is you know, this is coming out, this and granted a lot of those titles were from we were Wii U games that didn't, you know, no one really played. Yeah. But still it was a plan. And, you know, I think some coming up, you're gonna have to start having a plan and not just be like, Oh, eh, next year this is coming and just have, you know, stuff that people can already play or buy you know, for cheap, come to this, just be like, yeah, that's it. So, I don't know. I just found it very strange, really thinking about it later, because I, I I, wasn't expecting anything from the Xbox and Bethesda showcase, really. But I, I didn't really think about how there wasn't really anything shown, even though they were doing a lot of the, the we're going to talk about it but not show it type of thing. They didn't even go like, oh, hey, here's a tease on the next years. And all they could have shown was just like voiceover, blah, here you go. But then it could also fall in that that realm of like, well, you, you don't have anything still. And we got to wait another four years for this, you know. So unless Microsoft yeah. is like waiting to like, OK, we're only going to show something if it's out like in a couple of months or in a year, because we're not going to do this like every four or five years. So, OK, that I understand. But there wasn't even anything Halo related or announced for their co- oh wait no they did what was it Bedlow? Fall Guy? No, no 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 uh the Halo ship for oh yeah, um, yeah. F- Flight Simulator <laughs> they showed a Halo ship and I was like oh okay I thought oh alright it's gonna be some sort of Halo announcement maybe a new thing for the for the game for the campaign and Bethel right away was just like is this for Flight Simulator? and I'm like no and it was we can use a Halo ship for Flight Simulator. So, yay, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I don't. I don't know. Um, I also, yeah. It was, yeah. It, it was strange. Uh, not, not too strange, but yeah. It's uh. Anything from that one, Joe, that you wanted to bring up, or no? Didn't really hear much from it. Basically, because it wasn't there. Wasn't much really. I mean, there was a no. lot of stuff they showed. I mean, one of the cool things, if you know, was. Yeah, it was like, hey, game. it's going to be on Game Pass. But they didn't do the thing that they usually do where they go, world exclusive, world premiere. World premiere. They, it was just like words. And I'm like, cool, they're finally listening to us. I know they are listening to the third-party yeah, controller. We're complaining about that. We're very influential. But, yeah. Capcom's showcase that happened this past week. They started off the show by announcing Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak which is the massive expansion pack that is coming out the 30th of this June. And it's going to have all kinds of free title updates throughout the rest of the year, including into 2023. 
Monster Hunter games are always very giving when it comes to their downloadable content. They're also going to have a demo that's already out, which came out on the 14th for Sunbreak, so you can try it out. They also announced a second addition to their Capcom Arcade Stadium, which is out the 22nd of July, which is going to include Saturday Night Slam Masters, Magic Sword, Black Tiger, Echo Fighters, and up to 32 arcade titles, including Street Fighter Alpha 1, 2, 3, Darkstalkers, Vampire Saviors, a ton of stuff, Super what, uh, Pocket Fighters, Super Puzzle Fighters, all that stuff. So they're going to have an arcade are, collection. What's these up? are all the arcade versions, yeah, correct? Yeah, they are the arcade uh, versions. Mm-hmm. It's a little disappointing because like, I always felt like the home versions of like Alpha 3... Yeah, it's fucking phenomenal, yeah. and you know, getting the arcade version is kind of cool. But at the same time, like, ugh. it doesn't. It's not going to be as full featured as like the versions yeah, that came out on PS One or World Tour. Yeah, yeah. Which a lot of people have said, and I, I've I've had it myself. There was the PSP version of Street Fighter Alpha Three, which added even more stuff. Which there's never been a port of it on anything mm. ever. So, you know. It would be so cool. Yeah, guys, guys, make sure you buy Street Fighter Six, otherwise we'll never get a port of that. <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's a fucking. I, <laughs> I, you're probably right. I'm not even gonna say no. <laughs> Street Fighter Two is free for the first arcade stadium game, so you can download that now uh, for a limited time. I forget which one. Uh, gross. When it comes out, what? Oh, gross! The original Street original? Fighter Two. Like eight players. That's it? No. It's free, no. Joe. You can download well, it for free. Yeah, yeah, I'm good. Why not Turbo? Yeah, true. Turbo would be cool. Yeah. Echo Exo Primal is coming out in 2023. You remember that one that everyone thought it was Dino Crisis? Yeah. But yeah. it wasn't. Um, they showed more on it. It felt like more a... a more, more on it. What they say? They say more they showed on more it. on it, but it sounded like it said more on. More on. Right. <laughs> they showed, yeah, they showed more too. on. <laughs> <laughs> they showed more on the game and what it was it seems like a team based kind of like a MOBA but like kind of like I felt like I got like um, Overwatch Earth Defense Force kind of vibes on it but I thought it was cool because everyone was going to be able to be a certain type of like mech suited person and there's like story elements woven into the game so it adds to it it looked pretty cool yeah it looked like there was a lot to it, and and it, it looks promising. Yeah. From it, did you see anything on that, Joe? I did not. No. No. So yeah, that one that one's coming out in twenty twenty three. There's no uh, real release date on it. There is going to be a public beta. I think yeah. they said later on, so you can try it out again. You know how we feel on those alphas or betas. We're just kind of like, ah, oh, we'll wait till the game yeah. comes out. I'm cool with watching someone like Maximilian and getting his feedback yeah. on it, like how he feels. Like, okay, that's enough for me. Sometimes I don't care about that stuff. Yeah. I don't know, Joe. Do you feel the same way how we feel about the betas and the alphas? Yeah, because, like, even, uh, like, speaking of, like, the uh, uh, like the betas, like, right now, you know, one of the things that everyone talks about, like, is the Madden beta, right? And I get so many people They going, do oh, that so. for Madden? They, uh, they do a Madden beta. Yeah, they, just, they, uh, they have the beta out, and, like, I've had some people, like, even on the Discord, like, I got a free code. Who wants it? You know, they do a little sweep and I never fucking respond because I'm like, yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Because it's like, I don't want to play it because I know it's going to be uneven, especially in a sports game, specifically yeah. this kind of game. Like, shit's not going to work right. And, I'm, yeah. you know, like, you know, occasionally, I don't know, like, I guess for me, 
betas probably along the lines of the Destiny beta. It's kind of one like two when I was just like, yeah. Because then when we actually got the Destiny game, you're like, oh, fuck, this the beginning is the same. Yeah, and they just yeah. made it so fucking boring, which I think it, it's not... That's just a bad way to start off. The, the bad way to go about the beta, I think other other um, other developers would probably go a different route, but still, it's just like, yeah, I'm good. Like, yeah. I don't want to play something... I don't want to, you know, gather opinions or play something that's unfinished. You know, I understand huge fans of series or people like, I want to play that. Like, okay, cool for you. But like, yeah, I can fucking wait until the finished product because half the time what we get isn't even in the finished product anyways. Yeah. You know, everything nowadays needs a day one patch. So it's like, yeah, I mean, fuck, man. If I'm if what if what you're gonna give me now and in six months still so getting another fucking patch, I just wait. Yeah. Uh, Dragon's Dogma 10th anniversary. <gasps> they announced that they were gonna have a separate stream to celebrate that. So it wasn't on the Capcom showcase. Is it really that big of a deal. <laughs> I think there's fans. There's hardcore fans. I get, yeah, I get it, but I'm like, uh-huh. So I'm going to go forward in time, and I watched that showcase, and in it, they announced Dragon's Dogma 2. But I never really paid attention to Dragon's they? Dogma. Yeah, they did. Oh, yeah, okay. They showed, you know how what the reveal was? A t-shirt. <laughs> it it a, started development. It wasn't a tattoo. No, that's like the best way of doing it. <laughs> um... I, I never really paid attention to Dragon's Dogma when it came out. Because I, I just remember a lot of the reviews were like, it's like an MMO without the MMO. And so that made it seem very like, oh, I don't care. Yeah. Right? But then watching that, you know, showcase they had for it, the 10th anniversary one, it seems pretty cool. Does it? And then when I looked it up, I'm like, how much is it to buy? And then I saw the price. And right now you can download it on PS5 and everything right now for under 5 bucks. So I might try it out. It looks pretty cool. Uh, but it's cool that they're doing the 10th anniversary uh, for Dragon's Dogma. It looked interesting. Yeah. It looked interesting because they made it... When Watching that, that little 10th anniversary stream, they talked about like the development of it, the ideas of it. And they're like, we wanted to make it feel like you were playing like a tabletop game, MMO, but without having to connect online. But you still have a party of people that are going to help you out. And we didn't want to make the AI too smart to make it feel like actual people. So you have AI people there in your party that do their own thing and help you out and like attack the monster. So it feels like you're playing an MMO when you're not connected online. Mm. And I thought, oh, that's interesting. If it has a cult following and it's under five bucks, I'll give it a try. I, I, I think it would have been more interesting if you had actual dragons. Dragons? Uh, recite and act out the movie Dogma. Oh. Dragon's yeah. Dogma. I think that would have been a lot better. How many people bought it thinking that? Oh, the real Kimmich Mook game. Yeah, can I, can I return this? Can I return what it? Mean? It's not what I thought it was. They, they don't they don't say snoochies on this. <laughs> they don't say snoochie boochies. Uh, there's no Star Wars references in it. There probably is. You never know. A lot of games do Star Wars references yeah. now. So we're going to move on from Dragon's Dogma. They finally announced Resident Evil Village DLC. They're finally getting to it. They apologize it took this long. But damn, guys, there is so much jam-packed shit that they're going to have. Now, Joe, you never finished um, the Resident Evil Village, correct? I did not. So I would advise you to ignore ever watching anything on it because the DLC is actually a huge fucking spoiler. So if you don't, if okay. you, oh yeah, if you it ha- is. yeah, if you haven't played it, that it's a spoiler. So I'm not gonna name the DLC, but it looks very interesting, right? So that's all I'll say on the DLC. 
They also announced for Mercenaries mode, you're going to be able to play as Chris, Heisenberg, and Lady D in Mercenaries mode, which looks pretty neat. Heisenberg? Heisenberg, yeah. The the guy with the glasses and the, the, the hat. Oh, yeah, I was thinking, yeah, yeah. The one, thinking... Basically Magneto. Yeah. yeah. Wait, what were you thinking about that? I was thinking Heisenberg from Breaking Bad. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I thought. <laughs> I forgot the name, too. Shit, I should have just... I yeah, should have just gone with that. I'm like, wait, are you fucking serious? <laughs> you should have you know, been like, you goddamn right. <laughs> you goddamn right. <laughs> um, also, another thing, it's going to be all part of the Gold Edition, and they didn't really go into specifics, but I'm guessing they're going to do the same thing they did with Resident Evil 7, which is you can just buy that separately if you already have the game. Uh, they didn't confirm nor deny that, so I'm not 100% sure. It's out October 28th, 2022, but Joe, guess what? They did talk about the Village uh, PS PSVR, and they said, oh, they're going to announce more about that in the future. But for a lot of people, a lot of people had problems with Resident Evil 7 and Resident Evil 8. What, do you, have you ever heard that, Joe? Do, do you have an idea of what that problem most people had with Resident Evil 7 and 8? Playing, playing VR or just in general? Just in general, the game. The fact that it was fucking first person? There yeah. you go. You know what they're doing? You what? can play Resident Evil 8 in third person. They're making a third person mode. And the DLC that's coming out is going to be in third person. So you can go through that game. If you're if you're a person who didn't like that or just want to go through the game in third person, you can. They changed everything to move the camera angles. Even when there's cinematics and stuff too, they move the camera too. So you have the option of playing first person or third person, which I thought was pretty neat. Hold on. The DLC is... Third the, the DLC only, is, or is it yeah both? the DLC is third person only because there's a reason I don't want to say what the spoiler okay. is uh, but you can play through the main campaign of Resident Evil Village in third person I feel that that is I feel uh, unless they did a ridiculous amount of work I feel that that's going to end up people aren't going to be happy they're still, because I mean it's very difficult to to I think that we've shown it's difficult to take a first-person game and turn it into a third-person, even when mm. you have a third-person mode. Like, a lot of the times, specifically if a game's, you know, specifically made for first-person, first yeah. and you go third-person, there's always some wonky shit. Sometimes it's animations, and I'm sure they'll do their best, but there's always stuff that I've noticed that kind of has always seemed to take you out of the experience. Yeah. Not to mention that these games were made, in my opinion, like a lot of times, these games were made for first person in mind. So you take away a lot of the stuff that makes these games special, not special, but like that tension. If you go, yeah, if you go third person. Yeah. But I mean, hey, you know, yeah. whatever. Yeah, because there's a couple. Bitch about, people are always going to bitch about something. So, yeah. you know, uh-huh. kudos to Capcom for making them, um, for adding that. This isn't tied into res. Uh, this isn't going to be tied into Street Fighter Six sales, right? It, it, it might probably be, is. dude. <laughs> you never know. <laughs> like, shit. Hey I guys, think, I think if dude, Street Fighter Six doesn't sell four million in the first month, we're not going to be able to do a, fir- a third person mode for fucking Resident Evil. Actually, we'll never do another Resident Evil game again. It might. So, dude, guys, I think honestly, I think if res- if, if if Street Fighter Six doesn't do well, Capcom's gone. <laughs> I'm not lying. Fuck Sony, buy him up. Sony might buy him. Um, I thought it was cool that they did third person. Uh, a friend of ours, Eric, he actually told me he's like, "Hey, usually I'm not big on playing through a game a second time. Like once I play it once, I'm done." Yeah. 
But seeing this in third person, I kind of want to experience that. I wonder how that'll be, because, I mean, there are definitely some parts in this game that were made specifically with the third, first part, first person uh, in, in mind. Because mm-hmm. there's, like, some segments where, like, it's, 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 uh, uh, you, your reaction is, uh, you react to it because it's in third person. Like, it's certain yeah. segments, I won't give it away, but, but there's some parts that are just, like, I wonder how that's going to work. I, I don't know if they'll do the zooming in kind yeah. of thing. Like, oh, well, we're going to move into first person. But they did show the parts. You know how there was the, uh, the I forget what they were called, but the females, the witches, like Lady D's other, the three daughters, I think they yeah. were called. I forget what the names on them. Sorry. Um, where they grab you and they bite you. They did show that scene where it did show, um, you know, actually the camera on the side and then her biting you and stuff. Oh, so okay. I think... For things like that, like, oh, yeah, we can back up. But yeah. for specific things that were first person, they'll probably just keep the camera first person and then zoom out when it's time mm-hmm. to go third person. I never had a problem with first person in, in Resident Evil. I thought it was pretty it. neat. Yeah. yeah, I liked it. You know, I didn't have that feeling like most people had. Like, I fucking hate there's not third person. I'm like, I yeah. don't care. Because it was, it was made around that. Like Joe said, like, he's right. It was made around that and so it's not like they shoved a third-person game into that. Uh, it never felt awkward to me. It felt like it fit. For a lot of people, it didn't. I get it. But if Capcom wanted to take the time to do this, that's pretty neat. Yeah. You know? What were you going to say, Joe? Sorry. Yeah, same people bitching about this were bitching about fucking um, the Devil May Cry remix. And, ooh, same people. Oh, uh, yeah, the Number DMC? Two. Yeah, shitty losers. Same people who bitched about it, and then they were day, their day one to buy it. And they colored their hair that color. Yep. That same yep. <laughs> <laughs> um, so moving on, they showed more on Resident Evil 4. Not too much. Um, they kind of just showed uh, Leon walking around. Again, as we talked about with the PlayStation 1, it's out March 24th, 2023. It's a reimagining of the original title in a new system. But people have pointed out... We won't stick too much on Resident Evil 4, but with Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3, the remakes, they put Resident Evil 2 and Resident Evil 3 remake. So far, Capcom has not titled this remake, and a lot of people have noticed that. Not saying that it's not a remake, it is a remake, but they're purposely not titling titling Resident Evil 4 as a remake. It is, but they're not giving you that title. Do you think there's a reason? Not like you were going to get a new game. It is a remake. But they're specifically targeting for not to add that brand to it. That's interesting. No, I yeah. didn't know that either. Yeah, I, I just, just noticed. I just made the assumption that it was going to be uh, a re- like remake, but I, I think it is. I don't. I don't think when this comes out, we're going to be like, man, they gave us a whole new game. Like, oh, it's all completely different thing. I don't think it's that. I think they're. I think what they've been doing with you know remaking two remaking three and then now doing four and how everything's being done on the re engine i think they're just getting to the part where it's like no all this is connected now all this is a part of of resident evil like there's a reason why they're redoing this there's a reason why they're remaking these games uh i think it's just now they're just like we're not calling this remake anymore it's a part of the whole main thing not like we don't want people to go back to the originals but I think that's what it kind of symbolizes. I don't think it's anything crazier than that. They also announced Resident Evil 7, Resident Evil 2, and Resident Evil 3 next-gen versions with 4K ray tracing and high frame rate was available now. 
for your PlayStation 5, Xbox Series S, and X systems, and for Steam. Beto, have you gotten around to trying it out yet? No, not yet. I want to, but uh, I, I I had to look for it because I had it on my shelf. I was like, I couldn't find it. You couldn't like, find yeah, it? Yeah, but uh, it was just... You grabbed the, the disc that said Resident Evil 2, but uh, a copy of uh, uh, Madden was in there or something? <laughs> no, I actually had it on there. Yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, what well, I mean, I want to try it out just uh, so I can. I want to play three. I never played three, mm-hmm. uh, so I want to get through them through them so I can uh, play four. Uh, I did try it. I I popped in Resident Evil two and the high frame rate, four K and ray tracing looked really nice. Yeah, like the games always look nice, yeah. right? Even when you're playing the PS four version on your PS five, looks great. But when you can. S- when you can take advantage of, like, if you have a 4K TV or the high frame rate or ray tracing or all that stuff, it does make it a little bit prettier, right? It looks, it makes it look nicer. It looks greater. But, uh, yeah, I already, I did that for 7, 3, I have all those ones. I already downloaded the, uh, the next gen patches, which, uh, or, or versions, like the PS5 version. So, it looked nice. It looked fantastic. So that was the Capcom showcase for this year. Now, Joe, Beto, yes, we're gonna talk about the showcase. Like right now, while we're doing this, you know, Capcom had a good one. They had some good stuff to talk about, right? They did mention Street Fighter a little bit, but nothing new because we ca- we were kind of debating like, oh, are they gonna show another character? But they didn't, right? But they did say, like, hey, we have more to talk about at a later date. We were pretty sure that was probably going to happen. They didn't, but it makes sense because they already showed some stuff at the Summer Games Fest. So we had Summer Game Fest. We had the PlayStation uh, State of Play, Summer Game Fest, and the Xbox and Bethesda Showcase, and Capcom Showcase. And for a while, people were saying, hey, PlayStation's was better than everybody's. You know, I think Capcom's was pretty strong with what was coming out. A lot of the stuff they had was stuff that we already knew. But it wasn't until yesterday. And I think you guys will agree. Probably one of the best showcases for your guys' favorite series ever. Final Fantasy VII's 25th anniversary celebration. Guys, they announced Steam version of Final Fantasy Remake Intergrade out now. Final Fantasy VII first soldier content for your portable phones. For sure. Final- this is live and uncut, Bethel, so... Thank you for helping me. Final Fantasy VII Ever Crisis is for your Android and iOS phones beta in 2022. Crisis Core is getting a full... Your favorite one, Bethel, Crisis Core. It's finally getting a full remake. Final Fantasy Crisis Core VII Reunion is coming out not only for your PS5, but your PS4, your Xbox One, your Nintendo Switch, your Series S and X, and Steam... This is a remake of the PSP version of Crisis Core, but updated, looking very pretty, hopefully with a new fighting system. I know, Bethel, you're excited. You're loving it, but that's not all. They did it, guys. They announced it. Final Fantasy VII. Not Remake Part Two. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. Coming out next winter for the PS5. This is an Unreal Engine 5 version. Next, newer consoles, not the old consoles. And they confirmed it's going to be a three-parter, guys. So now so we know. So this is a continuation, then. 
Yes. This is the continuation. Okay. Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. And oh boy, what they showed was awesome. What do you guys think of the Final Fantasy VII 25th anniversary celebration? Milk, 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 milk. milk milking the fuck out of that fucking series. <laughs> Hell yeah, they are. Yeah. And I'm here to tell you, I'm getting... Well, Ever Crisis is on iOS and Android, so that fucking sucks. Uh, Crisis Core, that's going to be dope. I'm going to get that for sure. Mm. Um, Final Fantasy VII Rebirth, I'm excited. Mm. Uh, so I'm down for it. Joe, I know how excited you are. What do you think? I mean, we already know it's not... You know, Madden is the greatest uh, RPG, American RPG out there. But what do you think, Joe? Um... No, I, you know, I'm going to go ahead and take a diplomatic approach to things. I'm not going to do what you think I'm going to do. I'm not going to shit on Final... I'm not going to shit on the fact that Final Fantasy is a shitty series. I'm not. I swear <laughs> to God, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. No, I'm just kidding. Um, no, I mean, it's cool. I just... It's... How many... When did the remake come out? Remake came out in 2020 April when the pandemic during the pandemic. Fuck. Okay. Um. You know. Okay. I mean, it's gonna be a three game series, which I kind of felt like that was gonna be what they were gonna do anyways. Because mm-hmm. when I when I heard how much of the story they went through in the first one, I'm like, okay. You know. Uh, it seemed that way, but like you know, like you know, like people are obviously they're fans of the series, so. They're hyped up. They're excited about it. Um, and now, you know, they're, more people will be able to access it. So, you know, I mean, that's a good thing. And, you know, it is, it's it is you know, there's people out there that be fans of the series. And, and I, I would say, too, not just fans of the series, but there are a lot of people out there that, I mean, Seven, I, I get. Because Seven is the, probably the most widely recognized of all of them. Well, it's because they released it so many times. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, you know, and it's, it's, you know, it's a thing. <laughs> it's Didn't a thing. I was diplomatic. <laughs> yeah. I, it's just cool. Like, I always thought it was going to be three parts, but then how long they were taking, I was like, fuck, dude, I hope this isn't like a four-parter or a five-parter. What up? Like, I'll be honest. Story, story-wise, it's no Asura's Wrath, okay? But I mean, it's okay. Like, it Which is, is on Game Pass. Those, it is on Game Pass. Oh, it's also on a uh, uh, Xbox uh, or PlayStation's Premium too. Yeah. Asura's Wrath. Oh, yeah, that's what I meant. Yeah. Asura's what Wrath is. On is... Asura's Wrath. It's on Game Pass. No, it's, it's on Premium. Yeah, it's on Premium. It's not. Damn, Game Pass doesn't even have Asura's Wrath, dude. <laughs> dude. Uh, fucking, I'm canceling, dude. <laughs> but uh. Yeah, it's a lot of a lot of Final Fantasy stuff, man. It's crazy. Yeah, a lot of that shit on on the phones stuff. That's fucking the perfect place to play it. And hey, hey, as much as I am not a phone person, I get why they're doing it because Japan just because they charge like fucking thirty bucks for that game. Yeah, but again, like Japan, they, a lot of people in Japan just play on mobile, like and on DLC their phones. Costs dude. like yeah. fucking thirty bucks too. No, 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 it's eighty. Get it fucking right, Beppo. <laughs> All right, if you're gonna get clouds. Lighter blonde hair, that's at least eighty to ninety dollars DLC. Okay? Get it fucking right. Sorry. God damn it. But yeah, all these showcases there look, there's a rumor that Nintendo's gonna have a Nintendo Direct either on the 29th or whatever, but like it's not here now, so we can't really say anything. But so basically this was not E3 E3 Summer Game Fest. Uh with what we got and what came out, who do you think did really well? 
I mean, I, we knew it was Square for Final Fantasy, but we're going to get it out of the running. But what, what do you guys think? Out, out of everything we did, you know, just kind of looking back at everything that was announced and said, who, what were the most things that you were excited about and not excited about, I guess? Uh, so these, to me, they all felt like, like a, they all melted together and they're like one for some reason. Yeah. Uh, but for the most part, honestly, like I, I like I like what Capcom did. They they, they had they, it was fun seeing all that stuff, and especially the uh, Street Fighter, of course. But the uh, what's it, Exo Primal? Yeah, Exo Primal. Uh, I'm I don't know if it's gonna be good, but it's it's uh it's different. So I'm pretty excited for that. I want to see how that turns out. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think out of for everything out of me, to be honest, out of everything that was shown, everything in in all these presentations. Street Fighter Six got me so excited. Yeah. Like you know, again, I agree with Joe. We gotta wait till we get it in our hands and mm-hmm. play it. But what I think is is a good is a good thing that I'm hearing from people, right? Uh, people that we like, like Maximilian, him going into it, him playing it, him being very critical on a lot of things, talking to the devs. What I took out of that, not what, not what Maximilian said, but what, what he was saying about the whole thing. And what I kind of took out of it was, oh, this event that they had people come to and play the game to try out Street Fighter. What's the one thing you guys think, or there was many things. What did Capcom fuck up with on on, on Street Fighter Five? Not that there was not that much content, but what was the other thing they fucked up on with Street Fighter Five? Story. That falls in the content, but you, yeah, that is something they fucked up on. But no, just say it. I don't know. Just say it, Joe. They didn't have a, they didn't have any single player stuff. It was like no no yeah, arcade mode. There was no you know it was just so focused on the um the online competitive you know gotcha. and that's that's the other thing too. Yeah yeah yeah. Joe said it. Is. Joe said it. The competitiveness they focused on. See that's why I was that's why I like to do it this way. Joe got it right. Competitiveness. They focused on the competitive part of it, which doesn't matter. Yeah. And no, nobody like people like Justin Wong, Daigo, all these giant fucking people who play evil or play these fighting games. None of these guys played Street Fighter Six. It was all industry people. It was influencers. It was people like that trying out this game. Your casual audience. They did not focus on the evil prime players, which they fucked up on five. That's what they did. And that's what, yeah, that's what it is. And I, it, that's a little bit of, that to me, that's a bit of hope that they, that Capcom is hearing everyone. That they understand what they fucked up on. That at least they, they have the, the, uh, uh, to know that they messed up in the, those areas. Like they know, mm-hmm. they're hearing it and they're hearing the audience. And hearing this, seeing that all these people who are, Journalists trying this stuff. Not not your person who's fighting in Evo or any other Capcom Cup. They're not here testing out the game. No, it's your casual. That's who they're going for, and that's who they should be going for. Because no matter what, the hardcore player, the championship players, the people who play in Evo, they're gonna fucking play the game anyway. You don't have to cater to them. You cater to the people who are gonna play your game and come back to your game and want to come back to your game. You know. It just showed to me that that shows that Capcom at least is listening, and we're gonna get Capcom versus SNK, Joe, because they're <laughs> listening to you. If Street Fighter Six sells twelve million copies Pretty, in the first six weeks, dude, if if Capcom does not, if Street Fighter Six does not sell well, we're not even getting Halo Infinite Two. 
It's yeah, I That's know, how much I it's going to affect it, man. You know this. But um, if, if, if Street Fighter Six doesn't sell sell well, we're not getting a follow up to the Switch console. I no, think you're right. Just calls it a day. They pack it in. They'd be like, you know, we're done. Hundred percent. Um, what about you, Joe? Anything out through this whole thing that you liked? Who you thought might have had a better conference? Anything that stood out to you? You know, really, I, I, I just don't have, I don't feel comfortable saying anything just because I really didn't have the time to watch. Joe, you can um, say Final Fantasy VII Rebirth. It's all good, dude. You don't have I, to, I could say that. You don't I, have I to could look cool that, in front of Bethel anymore. I, I could say that, Jesse, but I won't. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I, I really just, you know, it's unfortunate that I wasn't able to uh, catch a lot of this. And most of the, a lot of, you know, I caught a couple of things here and there, but it was all just real quick. And, you know, this is the most time I've been able to spend, um, on uh, on catching up with what's going on, so yeah, I I, I really yeah I, I just I couldn't I couldn't say anything because I really am still I've been so out of the loop lately. That's understandable. I get it. But uh, yeah, yeah, that was a uh, uh, I mean, there's also talk that E3 is coming back next year, but I don't know. Like I, with with Summer Games Fest, with Bethesda doing their own thing, Capcom doing their own thing, and I feel like they're getting. We've talked about, again, we've talked about this so many times. All these companies doing their own thing, I don't feel they need E3 anymore. And I feel the only reason E3 says they're coming back is because they see all this attention that, like, Summer Games Fest is getting, Capcom doing their own thing, PlayStation doing their own thing. I mean, PlayStation... Oh, they're trying to keep their head above water. Yeah. They're trying not to drown in. They're trying to just grasp at anything possible not to get, not to be just left behind. So, you know... I would love it if they're like, oh, we're back, but uh, like play. No, I mean PlayStation was already gone a couple of years ago, but it'd be cool. Like, like Nintendo was like, oh, we're not gonna be there, and Capcom's like, oh, we're not gonna be there, and. It is like yeah, this year keynote speeches from Atari, <laughs> Commodore, James Cameron. <laughs> James Cameron's talking about the Avatar game, the sequel, the treatment to the Avatar game, but um, yeah, but yeah, that's pretty much. All the non E three news that came out for this uh, for this week for third party controller podcast. Uh, before we go, even though this is a, a a down and dirty, raw, uncut, unfiltered, no holds bar episode of third party controller podcast, uh, was there anything new you guys played at all? We could do a quick little talk about that since we didn't do our regular wasuffle. I uh, played, I mean, a little bit of the quarry. Uh, probably, oh, yeah. probably like maybe an hour of it. Uh, so far, I mean, it's it's cool. I'm liking it. Uh, the the uh, the spookiness of it is uh, is pretty spooky. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it's 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 like the super massive games. Like I like them a lot, but they just still it's still weird seeing the motion capture to it. Like the, everybody still like looks kind of robotic and stuff. It it made me laugh a lot of the times because I, I was playing the quarry too. That when they zoomed into the face so you can make your decision, like, everyone had a goofy faces, yeah. so it kind of made me and laugh. everybody's cheeks look, like, chubby. Yeah. But, yeah, so far, it's 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 cool. I mean, it's, uh, it's it feels like, uh, like that, uh, um, Until Dawn, it feels like, yeah. it feels like that game. It, it had the improvements I yeah. wanted, uh, which was better controls, not as, not as stiff. It's still okay, and, not, but it's, yeah. it's better than, because I had just yeah. recently played Until Dawn, and I felt like, the areas are more open to be able to move around and yeah. it's not as stiff 
is until uh, until dawn and you're able to move the uh the flashlight better again it's not like the best control scheme in the world but it is an improvement that i wanted to see and at least they did a little bit there yeah. joe was there anything you played recently Nah, man not really dude i, I have no? not had time to do really much man understandable understandable uh Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles Shredder's Revenge came out and it came out on Game Pass. I downloaded it, I played it. Holy shit, it is fucking wait, wait, cool. Wait, it's on Game Pass? Yeah. What yeah. the fuck? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Dude, uh, Joe, for the man who who uh, always touts Game Pass, uh, come on, man. Bro. Again, tells you how out of the loop I've been. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's on Game Pass. I downloaded it. Damn, dude. It's fun. It is good. The gameplay is awesome. Uh, there might be a little bit of surprises here and there. Like I, I was a kid who grew up in the uh, late '80s, early '90s, and I watched the cartoon. And there's so many references that I haven't watched Turtles cartoons since I was a kid. You know, I never kept up with it. Like most people who are like down, like devoted fans that just consume everything Turtles. Yeah. But there were things where I was like, I remember this. I remember that. And then, like, I would get nostalgia, like, I think I had that toy, you know? It was so cool and crazy to go through the game so far that I've played. And, dude, there's... I've only played Leonardo. Like, there's... I have my favorite Turtles characters, but I was like, you know, I'm just going to play as Leonardo. I'm going to keep just playing as him. But then going online, people are like, every turtle has a reference to a fighting game. Oh, really? Yeah. That's cool. And just seeing some of the references, I'm just like, that's so... In their, in their actual movements, in their actual gameplay. So, it is... It is very awesome to basically see what they've done with this game, this beat-em-up. And, and lately, beat-em-ups have just been doing so well. Yeah. With Streets of Rage 4. River City Girls. River City Girls. River City Girls 2. Um, damn, there's there's a couple other ones that like my the name escapes me, but I just feel beat 'em ups are on the rise, and I think for a good reason. And I think it's price right now. The turtle game is on sale for like twenty two forty nine. Regular price is twenty five bucks. I honestly think it's it's so worth it. Six player online offline co op. That's insane. Six, damn. Yeah, I heard. I'm, I've been hearing that the Switch version has been kind of laggy and mm. not that great. Everything else has been okay. I hear, but um. I don't think it's that long, but I think for a beat 'em up, it's what's gonna what's gonna bring you coming back is the the repeated playthroughs and to find secret stuff. Yeah, you know. But with what I've been playing and some of the bosses and some of the things, it's just been fun. It's been real fun. I I I don't know. I, I think um, I mean for anyone, c- kids now are they have turtles. There's been turtles cartoons ever since I was a kid. Yeah. Going forward. I think it's just it's just going to attract everybody, you know? So, I don't know. It's cool, man. I'm, I'm digging it. I do want to try everyone else, but it was something where um, I'm, I'm going to go a little bit negative right now. And I wanted to get your opinion on something, Joe, because I talked about this with Bethel last week. When, when the Turtles game was going to come out, I was, like, debating, like, oh, man, what do I want to get it for? Do I want to get it on PlayStation 5 or do I want to get it for the Nintendo Switch? And it wasn't until they announced, like, oh, hey, it's going to be on Game Pass. I was telling Bethel that 
it never once crossed my mind to even want to get Turtles for Game Pass. Or not even Game Pass. Not get Turtles for Xbox. That was never a, a thing that crossed my mind. It was mostly PS5 or Switch. Mostly for the people I would probably play online with over Xbox. But now that it's on Game Pass, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to play it on Game Pass to play it because it's there. But I do still want to buy it for, like, Switch and maybe get it for the PS5. But I don't know. It was just something for me, Joe, where third-party stuff never crosses my mind to to even get for my Xbox, you know? Yeah. I don't know. For me, it does. Yeah. Um, I always look for stuff that I can, you know, try out or, or you know, set up in my queue and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm surprised I didn't know this one, though. I, I could have sworn, because I did see it was on sale, and the first thing I thought, I was like, oh, man, I was like, I want this, but I didn't feel like, uh, you know, not that it's not worth money, but I was like, well, I guess, I was like, I guess I'm going to have to buy this one. And then I should have known that it was on Game Pass. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. I mean, I think that's a, that's the benefit of Game Pass, and even uh, whenever like it starts, getting hopefully getting more content with the PlayStation Premium. But I I think like if it was on, like if Turtles was also on PlayStation Premium, I think I would have been more excited it on on there. I don't know, I don't know, not for any reason. It's gonna play the same, but I just never think of third party stuff for my Xbox. You know, my Xbox is mainly just a first party machine. But yeah. I don't know. I just want to see if you felt that same way too. But yeah, uh, that is pretty much it for this week. Uh, if you want to send us any questions, comments, or concerns, you can send it to us at thirdpartycontrolpodcast at gmail.com or our Instagram at thirdpartycontrolpodcast. Remember, it's thirdpartycontrolpodcast with the three RD. Thanks for listening. I am your host, Jesse P.S. Libra with. Beto Sparza. And. Joe And we may not be as good as everyone else but we kind of get the job done later. Put those... What's Twitter at? Bitch. Right there. Bitch. Oh, I only saw one half. You see, did you see that, Joe? How he talks to me? How do you talk to you? Nor- normally, like I, like he, we usually do. He called me a bitch. What's up, Joe? What up, Joe? What's, what's, what's wrong with him? What's cracking lacking? With who? With Jesse? He's being a bitch. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. It's like he called you and I was like, well, well, why don't you see the issue? The issue? Yeah, the so issue is he's being rude, and it makes me sad. <laughs> well, what's up, fellas? <laughs> <laughs>